position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which Everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales. But if you have a game, and it is good, then get time and it will thrive. And you will be rewarded. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode number 123. Uh, of the Best Links Games podcast being recorded for you on this Friday the 3rd of March, 2017 so, 2017 uh, what, 03? Oh my god, 03 oh my god at 17.39 p.m. Pacific Time, also known as 5.39 p.m. Pacific Coast Time, for those of you who are not into the 24 hour time ah yes yes indeed Good evening, pricks. oh my goodness Ah, that is the sound of crack engineer Ivor Molina rearing his ugly head, I believe, um, who leads us to this week's top stories, which we have to lead off with one of our favorite things to do here on the Best Links Games podcast is to start off with a correction. Yeah, uh, that's, can you, can you fucking, can you, can, can you, can you taste can you taste it? Can you taste sarcasm? This is fucking ponderous, you, man. Yeah, it is. Ponderous. Fucking ponderous. It's fuck, oh my god, it's fucking ponderous. Um, yes, we lead off with a correction this week. A pretty blatant one, actually. Um, why don't you hit him again with that ponderous, Ivor? Oh, by the way, you're fired. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. I mean, amaze balls, ponderous. Uh, last week's episode was not episode two hundred and twenty fucking two. Like crack engineer Ivor Molina had instructed me, it was actually episode number one hundred and twenty-two. So if we make it to two hundred twenty-two, there's going to be some shit. Ivor Molina over there, who is now fired, he's still holding up the whiskey sign though. So that means we drink, 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 drink. Ivor Molina says hello to you out there in listener land. And Ivor, the listeners are so sad to see that you're finally gone, finally fired. Um, so that brings us up to this. Uh... <laughs> That's right, motherfucker. We're having a parade. Um, hey, brings up to game. this week's top stories. And boy, do we have a fucking week full of top stories for you. So, first off, um, 
other than our correction, which, once again, this is episode 123, last week's episode, which aired on... Oh, thank you, Ivo, for not punching that. Well, luckily you're fired, so that's good. Um, I think it was February 27th? February 28th? Anyway, um, that week's episode was episode 122. This is 123. Last week's episode was not 222. This is 123. Everything... Is that is that, is that clear? Is that clear to you? A good idea. That's right. It's a good, good fucking idea. Okay, so... This week, in the best Linux games, the column, uh, we have a rally racing feature uh, that ties in with our dirt rally um, giganto feature, uh, which is our feature this week. So there's two of our top stories out of the way. And um, one major news item, though, uh, is Reeve, R-I-V-E, is asking for help on their marketing. And this is one of the best side-scrolling shooters that has been made in the last 10 years. Uh, It's not like a retro-style side-scrolling shooter. It's not like an Astro port side-scrolling shooter, as you may have heard us mention last week um, with Sengeki Warp. It's not that style of, yes, Ivor, I know, I'm getting to the whiskey in a moment. Yes, dear, I'm doing it, dear. Um, Reeve or Rive, R-I-V-E, Robert Ivan Victor Airsats. There you go. How's that? I'm the worst at doing the, the fucking military. Anyway, initialization. Um, Reeve is fantastic and they're asking, they're reaching out to the community to to get help with their marketing. And it only seems like 118 people have reviewed that, have posted reviews of that game or whatever. I don't know what their sales have been like. Um, but when I saw that uh, outreach, I went and started playing the game again. I got six hours into it. It's a hard game. It is a fabulous game. It is one of the biggest shames of this podcast that we missed it for our um, 2016 uh, Games of the Year uh, Top 10 uh, edition. Partially, that's due partially because it's so fucking hard um, that, you know, you can really only get six hours into it, at least in my case, uh, when you have to constantly play a huge number of different video games all the time there's a certain point where you know there is a breaking point where like I can't keep not getting farther it hurts but it's awesome and I started playing it uh, earlier this week uh, on Monday in the time trial mode they've added a bunch of new game modes and stuff um, including like uh, a battle arena with um, ranked challenge, uh, not ranked challenges, but with leaderboards, online leaderboards, and stuff like that. So go give, go check out Reeve. It might be your type of game. It is a fucking unbelievable game. It's kind of like a cross between Blaster Master, Master Blaster, whatever. I get them confused. One is the fucking enemy from uh, Mad Max uh, Beyond the Thunderdome, and the other one is the Nintendo uh, title that I love so much. It's kind of like that, but you're in a spider tank, and you can't get out of the tank, but it's a very versatile tank, and you're in this, um, trapped inside this insane web of, uh, not web, uh, an insane machine. Um, this interstellar, kind of like Dusker's derelict space station ruled by this crazy AI who's been playing all of these old school video games and it's redundant CPU cycles, and you're just who it's been waiting for. It's, it's like, hey, hey. Hey, check out this game. So let's do that. So that brings us straight up to our new noteworthy. Uh, Ivor, well, uh, you hit them with it. I will have my whiskey, if you don't mind. I was a North American fall when were in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. Ah, yes, thank you, Ivar. So, we have um a bunch of new and noteworthies. I don't know how... <sighs> I don't know how noteworthy 
these guys are, but they are new. Before we get to our feature, of course, which is Dirt Rally, which, by the way, if you want the want to skip the preamble, go by. If you like rally racing games at all, if you've been waiting for a, a rally racing game, go by Dirt Rally. Just do it. Um, came out yesterday. Um, while the store page loads, Jesus Christ. Arr, rage! I blame you for all of this. Okay, so. First off, in our new and noteworthy, we have Torment Tides of Numenera. That's, yeah, I'm not going to try to spell it. Anyway, it's N-U-M-E-N-E-R-A. Just look for Torment. Let's see. Let's see what the, uh, I'm not getting any volume here. What if you so, were a byproduct of another's immortality? Torment ties of Numenera, which is like one of the, it's proof that these fucking people do not give a fuck about like the pro, the pro, pronounceability of their fucking that left to die by your creator. Would you confront your godlike father? So this is not doing much of anything for me. Thank you, Ivor, for making sure that we play that fucking bit of Tides. The Torment Tides of Numenera video. So, yeah. Yeah, it does have voice in it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's voice in like 3% of it. Awesome. So, Torment Tides of Numenera. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to call it Torment from now on, okay? Alright? Torment Tides is what we're going to call it. You okay with that? I'm okay with that. Ivor's fired, so he's okay with that. Torment Tides of Numenera. Damn it! Here's what they bill it as. Is the thematic successor to Planetscape Torment one of the most critically acclaimed role-playing games of all time? Immerse yourself in a single-player isometric, story-driven role-playing game world set in Monty Crook's Numenera universe. What does one life matter? Find your answer. Um, this came out January 26, 2016, so it's, it's, it's over a month old, but it's still popping on the new and noteworthy. Um, so far, the user reviews have been mostly positive, but I've seen it where it's been kind of where, I'm not sure if it's been mixed, but anyway, mostly positive 373 reviews. 75% of the 373 user reviews for this game are positive. This is a demi-isometric role-playing game from the same people who made... This is um, In Exile Entertainment. The same people who made uh, Wasteland 2, the director's cut. Wait, did they make this or did they publish it? Oh, okay. This might be totally different. I might, I may have gotten this game confused with Hmm, I may need to get Torment, Tides of Numenera because I got this game confused with, um whatever fucking flavor of the, the quarter um God damn it! Silence! Whatever flavor of the quarter demi-isometric uh, role-playing game is for now. Like, right now, uh, I thought it was Tyranny. Who developed Tyranny? I could have sworn that these were developed by the same people. 16. Alright, okay. Tyranny was developed by the same people who did... No, that was Obsidian! Okay, in exile... Alright. So, Torment... Now we actually have to pay attention here. Torment Ties of New Minera is developed by the same people who made, evidently, Wasteland 2. The same developer, In Exile Entertainment. Um, it's published by a different publisher, but uh, the same developer. So we're going to have to buy it now. Um, which kind of sucks because it's an expensive game. It's $44.99. Um, but really, um, it seems we, you'll, you'll hear more about it later on, but uh, it seems that the big selling point in the video was that it has so many branching storylines in it that 
you will never play the same game twice. Um, I was kind of willing to blow it off when I thought that it was an Obsidian game, because it looks like an Obsidian game. It sounds like an Obsidian game. It's not an Obsidian game. Um, This is In Exile. I-N-X-I-L-E. These are the same guys who made Wasteland 2. Which was a fucking unbelievable game. That is the that is the successor to Fallout Two. Um. So yeah, I never played Planetscape Torment, the game that this is the sequel to. But anyway, at this rate, we'll never get out of this show alive. So check out Ti- Torment: Tides of Numeria, available at three different sale uh, price points. I mean, since when did video games have price points, for Christ's sake. $44.99, $64.99 for the Legacy Edition, and $89.99 for the Immortal Edition. Oh yeah! The Thirst Mutilator. So, that is Torment Tides of Numeria. Up next is 911 Operator, which I'm only mentioning because I... 911, what's your emergency? I, 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 I got a podcast here. I need to put to bed. Do we know how long it will be? But I want to help. Answer calls. These are true events. 911, what's your emergency? Help. I got a podcast here. Do you have something? I need to fire Ivor. Oh, God. Give real first aid instructions. Then take off your shirt. Take off your shirt. Take off your shirt and hang Ivor Molina with you. Well, get some firemen. There. I got going there. What's your problem? Dude, my wife was totally tardy, but now she's a pilot, so, like, you know, I just do what. Give me the truck from the hospital here. Oh, God, I finally got through. There's someone over here. Resolve difficult cases. Situation report. So anyway, 911 operator uh, builds itself as game about the difficult work of the people that manage emergency lines and services. Your task is to answer incoming calls and to react properly. Give first aid instructions, advise, dispatch, correct numbers of firemen, police, ambulances, or sometimes... Just ignore the call. Play on any city in the world. Kind of cool. Um, so far, this came out February 24th, uh, 2017. So far, the overall reviews have been very positive. 969 reviews, which sounds like a fucking police number. 969, we got a code 969187! Oh my god! Ah! 82% of the 969 reviews for this game are positive. Um, 911 operator is $14.99. It kind of looks like the uh, day-to-day management aspects of um, this is the police, but in a more robust, um, less ridiculous, less cartoony form. And the fact that you can play it on any city, I wonder what that means. Um, It's depressing, though, because, oh, how about this? Big Yonsen First review, most helpful reviews in the past seven days. Big Yonsen. Uh, B-I-G-Y-O-N-S-A-N. Recommends it. Four and a half hours on record. Posted February 25th. Here, check this out. As a 911 operator, I got a couple chuckles out of this game, but there are a few nitpicky things I'm not wild about either. This review... Well, okay. So, anyway. The fact that he recommended this game kind of... I'm kind of pumped, but I got too many games already. Well, well, maybe we'll pick up 911 Operator when it's on sale. So finally, um, a game that we did pick up and that I kind of regret, River City Ransom Underground. I'm not... No, Ivor, I will not... I refuse to play this. It's a 70 Operator Alright, River City Ransom Underground. 
Alex and Ryan must take to, this is what they bill themselves as must take to the streets to help a new crop of fighters. You'll earn money, unlock moves, and upgrade your skills in a sprawling city. This modern take on an old classic features over 500 unique street fighting moves, dozens of weapons, and fun online multiplayer modes. Came out February 27th, 2017. We bought it. So far, the user reviews have been mostly positive. 468 reviews. It is... Right now is twenty percent off till March sixth at fifteen dollars ninety nine cents. Oh, I kind of instantly already regret having bought this game because it is still River City Ransom. They suckered me in with the five hundred moves thing. But if you're like a huge River City Ransom fan, if you like side scrolling beat 'em ups, um, even though this is like a free wheeling, like it's like a sandbox side scrolling pixel beat 'em up kind of, that's what it attempts to be with special moves and stuff like that um, with role playing game elements with economy elements a little bit, then go check out River City Ransom Underground, so to recap we had Torment, Tides of Numeria Numenera N-U-M-E-N-E-R-A there you go 911 Operator and then River City Ransom so I will. Will you, will you please, please play that funky music for me, white boy? Will you, will you, will you please, please, please get him to our feature. Oh my God! It's Bolivians! Bolivians! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. So, our feature this week is Dirt Rally, which came out. Uh, it's a feral interactive port, so you know you love it. Five, four, three, two, one, go. So, Dirt Rally. This just came out yesterday. Uh, came out, not February 2nd, March 2nd. Um, the port for Linux. I've only spent... Let's see, how long have I spent in the game? Ooh, boy. By the way, you can get the Codemasters... Complete collection bundle, which includes 54 items for $419.25. That's 12% off. <laughs> That's like one of those Amazon Amazon prices that you see that are just like, oh yes, you can buy this this pinball, this you know, like ten dollar pinball machine, you know, from like Walmart for $489. Actually, I actually have a screen cap of uh, one of my mice, one of my wireless mice. I use trackballs. One of my uh, Logitech trackballs being best price, $289 or something like that. But anyway, forget the Codemasters Complete thing. March 2nd, Dirt Rally, D-I-R-T Rally is out for Linux. Thank you, Feral. I love you, Feral. Feral Interactive. It's a Feral Interactive port. So, that means, of course, you'll have to ignore this scary warning that your system is not compatible with us. Oh my god! Oh, it's gonna be a fucking disaster! You have to ignore that prompt and just click on do not show me this again and then jump into the game and then adjust your video settings accordingly. Dirt Rally is by far the best rally racing game I've ever played. Um, this is not a review, this is just a feature. I've only played it for what, six hours, maybe? 4.5 hours. Came out yesterday. I started playing it this morning about six hours ago. Seven hours ago. <gasps> oh, excuse me. Eight hours ago. Ten hours ago. Twelve hours. Fourteen. Sixteen. Eighteen. Anyway, Dirt Dirt Rally. Dirt Rally. Do you like to play racing games, if the answer to that is yes, then Hey, check out this game! For reals, Dirt Rally may be a little expensive at $59.99. It is by far the best, most realistic rally game I've ever played. I do have before, we'll get to a review 
an official review of this game in later weeks once I get like, you know, 40 hours of playtime with it. But here's what Dirt Rally offers you. Uh, and here are like the major deficiencies that I have. Major deficiencies. Number one, racing games are all about the camera angles of a replay. If you get, I mean, if you have a really great racing game, you need really good camera angles for the replay. I always play in first person in cockpit mode. I like to see the steering wheel and the hands of the guy. You can see all of that in Dirt Rally when you play the game. But then when I watch the replay of my best, you know, my best run, I want to see any angle other than in the cockpit you know, blocks. I just, I just did that, and it's the most limiting, but the most realistic and the most fun for me. Um, angle. I want to see every other angle other than that. And there are lots of places in this game where they could have had other angles other than that. Even in the auto camera, auto cycling mode, that really infuriate me. That make the replays kind of unwatchable, which sucks. Also, you cannot save the replays, so. That's basic. The oh, the only other bad thing is you have your turns and your uh, road hazards and everything called out by your co-pilot. They are not audibly called out. They are flashed at the top of the screen. This is really, really bothersome. Because one of the best things ever was in Microsoft Rally or I can't remember what game, what the name god damn it I'm going to have to look this up right now but it was, um, let's see it was for the Xbox 360 um oh my god Ivor, what have you done to my internet anyway the idea here is No. Yeah, what what the fuck? Anyway, the idea here is rally racing means that you are essentially off-road or mixed surface racing, meaning that you have a co-pilot who sits next to you with with the turns that are codified in a a via gradation and numerical system, a numerical system that 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 ranks turns uh, in gradation from you know, extreme, like, right angle turns, to, like, bumps and stuff like that, to um, hazards, where you might drive off the road. So, like, uh, a one uh, you know, left one, means the next turn that you're gonna face is almost as close as you can get to a hairpin turn going to the left left one hazard bump would mean that you're going to go into that same turn with a bump um left one hazard bump uh in two three right three five means that you're gonna go through almost a hairpin turn into a a hairpin left turn into a right that's a gentle slope but is kind of extreme for going max max speed blah 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 into a gentle slope that you can actually handle so you can calculate your so when all three of those things happen at once it's easier to hear them you don't have to take your eyes off the road that you're looking at and this is how real rally racing is done and they bothered to simulate the co-pilot looking at the turn-by-turn next to you, but they don't actually do the call-outs, which sucks. They display them at the top of the screen, which means you actually have to take your eyes off the road and look up at the screen. This is... It sounds like a small complaint, but it is a actually very large one especially considering that it's the tiniest bit of effort left to make Dirt Rally the best racing game ever, best maybe the best racing game ever made but absolutely the best rally racing game ever made in the history of of, uh, of rally games 
So, those are the two complaints. Here's what you get. You get the maximum tuning that you want. We are talking, you can tune every aspect of your car. You upgrade your your actual um your 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 crew, your race crew, you upgrade them with slots. Each engineer that you add to each slot has different special specialties. The more time you spend, the more miles you spend racing an individual car, the more upgrades become available for that car. Like initially there's only like simple tuning, which just deals with basic, you know, suspension, um uh brakes, uh and the dampening, front, rear, you know, both ways and uh what what am I forgetting there? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Once you unlock advanced tuning, you can tune each individual aspect of each one of those individual aspects. You ha- What's even better, though, is the way the game forces you to play um, in a, like, of a somewhat realistic setting. Like, it'll give you, so, like, for instance, the, the initial rally championships, those go up by rankings, but you don't even need to think about that for the first six hours of the game. You, you can buy cars with credits, you earn credits by completing circuits, and the circuits are, you know, um, randomly selected. Um, what was I saying? I'm sorry. It's a very complicated game. It offers all the depth. What I'm trying to say here is it offers all the depth that you could ever possibly want from a rally racing game, which, by the way, is the most complicated type of game, both to um simulate just from a mathematical perspective. Uh, you can read more about this in the column that I wrote earlier this week about rally racing games and why they are so difficult to simulate, but even more so in the way that they feel. Dirt Rally nails the feeling and the simulation aspects of it. It's not the most beautiful rally racing game ever made. Um, I, You know, you get the sense that it could be prettier, but it is very, very pretty. It is incredibly performant. I'm running it on Ultra, and it's a rock-solid 60 frames per second on Mint 18 um, with, you know, Voco screen and, you know, whatever. So, like, again, three monitors. So, like, there's a lot of shit pushing out pixels here. It's... It does not chug. It is absolutely performant, second to second. And you also get the real sense, the real translation of the visuals... And this is probably the thing that Dirt Rally excels most at and what I cannot overemphasize enough. You feel like you are actually racing this fucking car and that this car is attached to the road and it is hurtling at insane speeds as you careen, you know, you power slide around these corners and stuff. Um... I highly recommend, it's very hard, by the way, let me just summarize everything you need to know about Dirt Rally by reading you my four points that I, I wrote down, thank you Ivor for punching that up Ivor is now evidently in control of my Surface Pro 4, what he's in control of next, we will not know until it's too late, just like the Trump administration, um, so uh, <laughs> on my show notes for this week feature Dirt Rally I have four points here. One, super hard. Two, ultra accurate. Three, deep and whoa. Deep and deep and caridi. I don't know what that means, but deep and realistic. And then four, super hard. Once again, I highly recommend that you play Dirt Rally. That you get it. It's 60 bucks. It's so totally worth 60 bucks. If you, like me, are a huge fan of Rally Cross. Oh, and by the way, it simulates everything that you want. I mean, we are talking everything that you want. From the chaos of deep mud, fucking hillside tracks that are just a fucking miasma of just almost 
absolutely uncontrollable horsepower directed in in constantly, you know, tangential directions. Not even in terms of like power sliding around a corner. We're talking about just like trying to get the car to go straight. It simulates that shit all the way from snow to ice to gravel to loose gravel to hard gravel to gravel to macadam to asphalt to to um, loose gravel to um, asphalt to heavy gravel asphalt to snow packed snow all ice all of this shit has hill climb mode just like you want it um the physics are spot on the way that your tunings translate to your car's performance spot on you will spend a lot of time as i have i mean you know i've only experimented with the faster racing with the faster cars that are available for me and we're only talking about like you know 35 horsepower is fast 35 horsepower faster in any serious way I've experimented with the 2010s or whatever the the post turn of the century um race cars have been I experimented a little bit with that but I just fucking flew off the road and it was death um I've I've gotten really good at the Mini Cooper though which is the first car you start out with in terms of rally it also has rally cross um but anyway, what what I've experienced has been in terms of an in-cockpit simulation of rally race driving, it does not get any better than this. It is absolutely worth 60 bucks. You will not regret it. If you don't like it, return it in 24 hours. You know, before you hit 24 hours worth of play, I challenge any serious fan you have to play this game with manual transmission, though, by the way. It is hard. You have to play it with manual transmission. This is not an arcade. This game will not reward you if you want to play an arcade racer. Because it's not pretty enough to be arcadey. The tracks are hyper-realistic. They reward hyper-realistic um, players. Players who want to know that, like, okay, well, when I'm on this particular stretch right here I need to handbrake, downshift go into a skid then fucking upshift, you know, blah 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 when I'm on ice, okay that's how we do that this is like a really technical racer and especially it's great for people who miss the tuning of Grand Theft, uh, of uh, Gran Turismo 2 the, the caliber of tuning, like the type of tuning that you can get as you as you play through a car, as you add miles to a car, you upgrade the skill level of the team that's associated with your racing team. That unlocks advanced tuning. Um, and you can hire and fire uh, the individual engineers as well, which helps with repairing uh, in between uh, races. Generally, it's a four-race circuit for um, the normal rally mode. It's a four... You do four races and after the second race you have the opportunity to repair before the next two it even in that it's realistic it is super cool you have a limited amount of time to repair individual aspects of the car you see and by limited amount of time I mean just think of them as points so you have like all these sliders and you can move the sliders and then it shows you how much time that'll take and you can adjust them accordingly um you have night driving, which is absolutely fucking chaotic, as you would expect. You have hill climb, you have rally cross. So that's, you know, you versus a bunch of other people on the track at the same time, more or less. Um, and then you have online time challenges, which are great. There are four events at all times. There's a daily, we are three events, daily, weekly, and a monthly. Um, the daily, you fuck it up, then you're done. Um, sometimes, sometimes they'll ask you to bring your own car. Sometimes they'll give you a car that's already pre-tuned with everything that you need. Um, it is awesome. Want to play with your friends? Well, then just create your own fucking custom, uh, you know, custom championship and then invite them in. Um, you get to set the rules, you get to set the rewards, etc, etc, etc. Um, the coolest thing, though, is it manages to strike a very awesome balance between, in terms of, like, career mode uh, structures for racing games, it manages to strike a really interesting balance in that one of the things that sucks perennially, pre- 
perennial, whatever, just normally sucks in racing game um, hierarchies is that you can only get to the best cars or whatever, quote unquote the best cars or whatever, after you either have a certain number of points that are arbitrarily, you know, you have to actually, oh, well, I have to just get first place in all the lower fucking everything up until that, I have to get first place in, and then I can unlock that, or you know, some combination of first, second, or third you know, blah, blah, across like 15 different events I need a certain number of points or whatever, versus uh, just a sheer monetary crushing difficulty. Like, okay, well, best car is going to cost half a million dollars. I can make, if I gold, if I, you know, first place everything in this circuit, I can, you know, make, you know, $50,000. Okay, so it'll only take me like 127 a year. No. In Dirt Rally, it strikes a nice combination of, of these, of these aspects in that you can, you can buy whatever kind of car you want. They are all realistically priced in credits. The scale works from what I've seen. It works pretty um pretty fairly. F- well, fairly depending on the circuit that you want to race in um and the level that you want to race at. But what's cooler is that only by miles of track covered in that car do you unlock crew's expertise at tuning that car to its best um best to, to make the car work the best um especially in terms of repairing uh and especially at higher speeds like once you start working with higher speeds and you start crashing that and you start not crashing, but you start, you know, grazing shit, not necessarily cutting corners, but, you know, maybe having minor minor shit, when you're going faster, that minor shit adds up, and so the crew efficacy at repairing that stuff, and also the crew's overall ability to tune stuff, and then your miles in the car total um, on top of the crew, because you can level up your crew, and you can also uh, unlock advanced tuning, those two things combine to a very, very, very deep racing game where everything that you do both on the track and off the track in terms of tuning and stuff really seems to uh, translate well into the in-cockpit experience of driving a, a rally race car. I wish that, I guess, you know, I don't know if I'm I doubt I'm ever going to do a review of this but we'll call this a feature but I'm going to say in conclusion to this feature you know who knows maybe like I'll maybe I'll discover something you know really I'm going to be playing this game for a long time that's the other thing like you will if you buy this game it's an investment that you're going to enjoy um I already want to be playing it kind of right now um I will say in conclusion that it's a game that has a lot of depth and a lot of accuracy. It is fucking hard. It rewards players who want to race in a rally context. Not necessarily... I'm looking at the popular user-defined tags for this product. Racing simulation, off-road, realistic driving. Rally racing is not off-road racing. Off-road racing just kind of... just. The it, it it's not the right word for what you what you do in dirt rally. That's why it's called dirt rally instead of dirt off road. You're not like um in some sort of monster truck here. You are in a hyper tune. This is where suspension. This is literally where the rubber meets the surface. It is the most complex challenge to simulate from a programmatic perspective. It is a doubly complex challenge to simulate from a gameplay experience perspective Dirt Rally hits all the right notes um, you know even though it's two years old, came out December 7th 2015, this is you know it seems like every eight years there's a rally racing game that really takes advantage of both technology and uh, that's available to your mainstream consumer as well as the technology that's available to your average 
um, above average development team and Codemasters with the Feral Interactive port seems to have hit one out of the park with this. Um, that's all I gotta say about Dirt Rally. Dropping the mic. So yeah, that's Dirt Rally. Uh, I won't want you. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> yeah, I just went on way too too long of a rant about Dirt Rally, but there you go. So let's uh, hit everyone with the deals, shall we? First off, we have Monstrum, a game that we have been working on with Joe Jokimon Kendall to get him on to uh, do a uh, little talk about. He's he's handling our horror games for us right now. He has a huge workload, though both in real life and for the podcast. But we want to get like, because I can't play scary games. He can play scary games. He's been working on this. He's got a long list of titles. Probably a while away from that. Um, but Monstrum, M-O-N-S-T-R-U-M. Right now, through uh, March 6th, as all of these games are, Monstrum is 75% off at $4.49, which uh, I haven't been able to get in touch with uh, uh, Mon, uh today in terms of whether or not that's like the insanely awesome deal that uh, it is because we ended up talking about Darkest Dungeon actually um, and I forgot to bring it up but uh, he really liked Monstrum uh, more or less I don't want to put words in his mouth he said let me, let me read you the quote from Joe Jokimon Kendall let's see okay so Joe Jokimon Kendall set of Monstrum Yeah, the game is really disturbing to play. It'd be fine without the sound, but that's the only way you hear the monsters coming. <laughs> and he was, I think he was trying to, you know, encourage me to overcome my my pussyitis, because I, I get scared. I, I, games scare me. They fear me. I'm a furred. But anyway, Monstrum, M-O-N-S-T-R-U-M, which combines roguelike elements with the first-person 3D aspect of uh, high-res, demi-photorealistic. It's kind of what my impression of the game was. Um, Monstrum is now 75% off at $4.49. Up next in our deal section, we have Seven Days to Die, a game which I tried to play a long time ago about, I want to say, two months ago, something like that. Seven Days to Die. I cannot wait. Actually, I lied earlier in the podcast when I said that Dirt Rally was what I wanted to play. I want to play Seven Days to Die. Seven Days to Die is a cross between Minecraft, um, Ark Survival Evolved, and uh, whatever zombie horde game that you want to you know, blah. It's a craft them up survival melee horror fest kind of horde hoarder fest both h-o-r-d-e-r as well as h-o-a-r-d-e-r hoarder and hoarder hoarder and hoarder Seven Days to Die right now is 60% off through March 6th at $10.07. We're thinking about uh, spinning up a Seven Days to Die server uh, if we ever get around to actually officially offlining our our Starbound server, which has not been officially offline, but I'm sure does not work for anyone right now. Um, Seven Days to Die. Um, And then finally, an old favorite of both mine and Jeff Jeffy Wise's uh, Talomere, T-A-L-L-O-W-M-E-R-E, which is a two-dimensional side-scrolling platformer roguelike with uh, procedurally generated levels um, with uh, upgradable... It's got a really great sense of humor uh, and interesting play mechanics that kind of just are batshit crazy. Talomere right now is 75% off now through March 6th at $1.24. So uh, our deals this week are Monstrum, Seven Days to Die, and Talomere. Uh, and then, uh, oh yeah, I guess we should recap. Ivor, you're not, you're not, no near as useless as, you, as I remember you being. Our new and noteworthy this week were Torment, Ties of Numeria, 
Numenera, sorry, N-U-M-E-N-E-R-A, 911 operator, River City Ransom Underground, and then uh, I encourage everyone, uh, I'll see you next week, but I encourage everyone to go check out Reeve, R-I-V-E. It looks like they could really use some help with their marketing, um, and it's a great game, runs great on Linux, it's uh, one of the best shooters, best modern shooters of the last 10 years. You can also check out some of it in our video of the week, www.bestlinuxgames.com. We posted a YouTube video of it. Uh, it's up there for you to check out. Also check out uh, top of bestlinuxgames.com. There's a link that says the column. Check out the column where we talk about racing games, uh, the challenges to making rally racing games past and present. Cheers, thanks for listening. I will, I guess, uh, till next Friday. Ivor, you're fired! A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to see. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yada yada yo. Four or five times. We're going to have such fun. Bebop 1. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop 2. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop 3. Yada, yada, yee. Four or five times. Matt Damon. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.